everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Free For All. I am one of your hosts, Josh Barnett, alongside Trey Elliott. Yo! And Chuck Nally. Hello. And Facebook viewers. That was some classic intros there. Yeah, that was. Now that Josh isn't around fucking it up. I joshed it up a little bit. You know, shut up. It's all good. We're fine now. Eh. Hey, what's this drink you have? <gasps> I'm jumping right into I'm it. I'm glad you asked. Well, uh, I was... Before you do that, though, yes. video viewers might be confused. I am not in the middle anymore. Hopefully, that means that the microphone will stay directly in front of me so that when I speak, y'all can hear me. There's no chance you don't somehow turn to that wall. I don't know what you're talking about, Trey. <laughs> I see Homer right here. These two people watching delightful. right now, really. They uh, don't like watching me anyway. That's fair. Do you not remember the 30 uninterrupted minutes of me alone in front of this camera? No, we I got, remember. Back? We got rave reviews for that, <laughs> by the way. Master Chief has a dick on his arm. Eric just texted me and said, this is awful. Stop. <laughs> or a nose. No, no, that's definitely a dick. Does your dick have two holes in it? I mean... I don't really feel you comfortable discussing that. You should probably go to the doctor. Are you talking about like the upside down marathon symbol that everybody has always pointed out is basically a cod piece? Uh, sure. It's like etched into his armor in a few different. Does places? it look like a dick on his arm? Kinda. Then yes. All right. Well, good talk. I think it looks like a nose. <laughs> What's that drink you have over there? <laughs> okay, so I was fortunate enough this past weekend to uh, go to Kentucky to watch a basketball game and go on uh, several different uh, distillery tours tasting bourbon. Called the Basketball we... and Bourbon Tour 2019. Yeah, it's nice. The, the inaugural? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kristen bought me like pretty much everything. had everything planned out. Good hotel. Awesome food. Uh, had a great time. Uh, six different distilleries at uh, on the uh, fourteen different um, bourbon trail locations. So All about right. halfway there. Awesome. Trey, six, why don't you six do that four for days? Because I don't like you. Okay, that's fair. This um, is where we smoothly segue into the banter. By the way, yes, I didn't get to ask how your guys' weekends or weeks were or anything. You're no, learning was... about mine now. Trey heard about beverages and wanted them, even though only half a glass. Okay, so on Sunday before we went to Angel's Envy, which is a delicious bourbon, um, we went to this place called Against the Grain. It's a microbrewery that also stocks other microbrews. Um, somebody tried to pitch me something called their Ghosts the Neighborhood, which is a sour beer, which I love. Oh, is this... um, okay, go ahead. Sorry, and it is. It is brewed with cilantro and roasted red pepper. And I was like, wow, that sounds gross. And he goes, no, it's sure. delicious. And he gave me some, and man, it was good. It, smell- it sounds so amazing. Good. Is it real sour? So good. I brought some. So Remember. I'm going to, this is this is Josh's. Yeah, I get the man's cup. I'm going to down the whole thing. Okay, so when you breathe it in, I learned open your mouth a little bit when you breathe. It actually unleashes more aromas. That's hard to do. <laughs> you just literally just, just hold breathe your mouth through, open a little. But breathe, breathe in through your nose. I but, just uh, did it, but it how was... How is that hard to do, man? I wanted to breathe in through my mouth since my mouth was open. Wow. Man, mouth breathers do exist, don't they? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All it's, right. it's weird, though. I'm actually getting less aroma when I do that. All I don't right. know. I'm going to drink it now. Taste so. testing for the ghost of the town. Is that what it's called? Their ghosts, the neighborhood. Oh, they're I uh, got it. I like it. Yeah, at the end you get that little bit of that pepper, you know. It's I good. meant the name, but also the drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it really good. An interesting flavor. It's not super sour. It's definitely very light, crisp. Airy. Mm-hmm. Fresh. Like the morning dew. <laughs> just taste. Very just, tastefully. Mm, just tasteful. Tasteful. Yeah, there's sour. a lot going on in there. Just a hint. I like it. Yeah, it's good, man. I love it. Uh, Kristen got some sort of uh, like, coffee 
coffee porter as well and it just it was also quite amazing but overall it was great went to this taco place where i had literally the best taco i've ever eaten in my life as a steak taco fuck you taco nuga uh correct (laughs) if i could go to this place every day i would never even mention taco nuga again fair enough uh and it had some sort of jalapeno horseradish aioli in it it was so dope all right it was was dope even yes I, i appreciate that i use dope quite often good Wait, what? Do you have a problem? <laughs> Listen, man. I've been stressed about this interview lately. Sometimes you need something to take the edge off. I mean, also, I just, so when dope. I say using dope, I just mean watching the 2014 seminal film, Dope. Speaking of that, I, I watched the- Spider-Man. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, Miles the, Morales. Yeah, Miles Morales. Oh, in the, the Spider Verse. I was like, I don't think Tom Holland's in that movie, man. That girl? Also, I don't know what the word seminal means. I'm just going to be honest. The se- with semen. Yes. Oh, okay. I just thought it was like the... <laughs> Never mind. I don't know what I was going to say. No, I want to know. <laughs> the seminary <laughs> classic. Anyway. Dope. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man, I forgot. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Bourbon, basketball. Oh, um, let's see. What else was Bourbon, really good? beer, go! Uh, I had a hot brown, which was tasty. What is a hot brown? A hot Aside brown. from, again, what Trey does after every show. <laughs> or during, so most times. Right um, now. He just hot browned. <laughs> <laughs> he took the hot brown downtown. Don't worry about it. Um, it is essentially uh, toast. Mm-hmm. It's an open face sandwich. It's toast with a bunch of roasted chicken breast on it, bacon uh, covered in uh, gravy and cheese. Okay, because it looked like there was an egg on there, but I guess there was. No, that was the cheese. I also thought there was a tomato on there. There is tomato. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So I need to get a hot brown, no Hold tomato. The tomato. I have, weirdly, in recent months, not hated tomatoes. Um, I like them in salsa like, and in ketchup. I get a, a pizza every now and then. Like I, when I, I'll go to okay, a, I don't a mushroom mind downtown a, or something. I don't mind like, them on a pizza a if roasted, it's a good place. A roasted tomato on a pizza yeah. is like really good. Pizza Hut can fuck off with their tomatoes, but like a yeah, mushroom or something. But like sure. a, like taco or something, I'll, I'll order no tomatoes. But I actually am ordering pico now, liking the fact that it's a little bit more tomato-y. No, I can't do pico. That's defying 35 years of Josh logic, which is real hard logic to figure out, but it's a thing. Uh... It's not hard to figure out. Just take actual logic and reverse it. <laughs> put its thing down, put it reverse it. Yeah, you're like the it's George Costanza rule again. where, you know, do the opposite of everything that you think is right. Uh-huh. But that is, like, not I mean, what you do. George you do Costanza the opposite of the opposite. Is in the Orville this season. Awesome. Oh, really? That? Mm-hmm. Jason Alexander's on the Orville? Mm-hmm. I should watch a TV show once in a while. You should. I watched Man, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's the first TV show of the year for me. This is not the movies in two weeks. Uh, anyway, uh, Angel's Envy, delicious bourbon. I got a b- giant bottle of rye wi- rye whiskey, or as Ooh. our favorite guy would say, rye whiskey. Uh, the Sazerac rye whiskey. Tell, tell Trey who your favorite guy is, because he has to Brock be no Brock my oh. rye whiskey. I'm, I'm with you now. Anyway. Um, I'm on this journey. Two piazzas. I got, <laughs> I got um, uh, a bottle of Woodford that's etched uh, with my son's name and graduation date that we're going to crack open when he graduates in a couple of years. That was really cool. That'll be nice. Uh, um, Chuck, the legal yes. drinking age in these United States of America is 21. I'm pretty sure it's 10 in Kentucky. <laughs> that's fucking fair. <laughs> I will go to international waters and the Ohio River. <laughs> Oh, God, those are just dirty waters. It's not international. Yeah, that was also Trey's. I believe they call them troubled waters. Oh, I heard there's a bridge over them. Some would say. 
<laughs> Sorry, I stepped on anyway, your joke. Anyway, <laughs> bourbons. <laughs> that actually sounds really fun. And the pictures, I'll agree with Trey, did make me jealous. Cool. That was the point. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> you cataloged it well. I felt like I was basically there. There was a snowball fight. No whiskey. There was a snowball fight. You told your wife she threw like a girl, which is very not progressive in this 2019 year. I mean, me too, man. Hashtag me too. I'm sorry. Go I'm on. not gonna like refute any of that. <laughs> it was just funny. I actually thought that I cut the video off before that. Maybe I should have edited. First. Oh no! It definitely said you throw like a girl. By the way, <laughs> but she laughed. She did. Um, she's a good sport. Kentucky won. Thank God. Uh, got to see Coach Cal after the game stay for about an hour during an interview and sign about 150 basketballs, which that's I thought cool. was really cool. Yeah, that, to is do. Cool. That, that is cool. Did you not want to get one? I didn't have a ball. You just had to like, <laughs> sign your head or something. You got two perfectly well, good ones he's, to sign, sir. Apparently, he's superstitious. Like They prefaced everything before like he came out. And he's like, do not hand him anything. He is a very superstitious person. He has to take them from you? He, or no, you like got to toss it. Oh, he's one of those people. He Do not hand him things. <laughs> Like That's a interesting. Mandel, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I've heard that about Howie Mandel. I like somebody like tried to. Ha- there is yeah. one person that tried to hand him something, and he took a step back, and it like fell down. God, I hope he slapped the person <laughs> afterward. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Kristen, pay attention to the rules. <laughs> Respect the rules. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. But overall, we just man, about was... Calipari slapping your wife, which is not a funny thing to joke about. Man, what a great story to tell. Right? Would it be? Don't wash that face. <laughs> I like that man. Oh, You'd man. let Coach K like kick Brittany in the stomach or something, wouldn't you? I mean, if she had it coming. <laughs> Free for All Podcast does not endorse these statements currently. We are broadcasting on Facebook <laughs> and recording this for posterity's sake. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. <sighs> If Cam Newton ever fucking touched Mary, I'd beat that motherfucker. Okay, he'd beat my ass, but I would try. <laughs> All right? Oh, man. Oh, shit. Sorry, Ooh. cracked myself up there a little bit. No, that's good. That's good. Oh, God, I, that's a thing What are we that just here happened. to do? I forgot. Games? We're here to talk about video games. Um, I did have my second interview to update from last week today, by the way. Nice. How'd it um, go? Progressing well. I feel... The further away from the interview I get, the more positive I feel about it. I was like a little nervous uh, leading up to it just because it's with, you know, the second and third highest ranked people in the building. Um, I found out afterward that apparently leading into this interview, I was the like top candidate of like everybody who had interviewed in like the first round. That's a good position to be in. Yeah. Somebody apparently like they actually had like a ranking list of uh, people who interviewed well. And like I was number one. They like snuck a peek and like told me I had like two different people. Was this a T-Mobile Combine? I'm telling you, it pretty much was. was a 40. Terrible. I mean, He's in. God awful 40. That just means he can't run away from his desk fast. His 40 is zero. Excuse me, I work at G-Mobile. Oh, sorry. G-Mobile. Yeah. Eh. It's not the same. I mean, I know I'm not Chuck when I do it, but come on, I'm the actual fan. You going to actually light that up? or No. You no, just... there's like smoke detectors in here. Are there? Also, don't you just chew on them? I do. Well, I'm going to smoke this one. I was going to say, that looks like one Hold you that. buy not for the chewing. Mm, that sounds good. I mean, mm. you've also stopped with the chewing like two yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. For the most it's, part. It's everyone's God, yeah. it used to be everywhere. It was horrendous. <laughs> just gross to the max. I'd forgotten. <laughs> it just, it just came rushing you, back to me. Wherever you went on this table or in this house, there was a possibility you were going to touch a soaking wet cigar. <laughs> 
And I bought them specifically to blend into you the really tablecloth. They, they were on the undersides of chairs somehow. I don't like gum. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Tiny uh, cigar ninjas all over the place. <laughs> anyway, that's a perfect transition into our video game news for the week. Um, I didn't go too far back in the news. I felt like we couldn't really talk about stuff from the last two months that we had done recording. That's fair. Uh, I got some of the most relevant stuff that has happened this week, though, such as Bungie and Activision no longer working together. Oh, yeah. Bungie owns the rights fully to publish future Destiny titles. Good for them. So, in other words, look for a very different-looking Destiny. <laughs> Potentially, maybe a little less microtransaction-y and possibly even a little bit more if they're now self-publishing. Um, there Maybe. was rumors of people saying that they were talking to both Microsoft and Sony about potentially being purchased or exclusive rights on something. Oh, shit. Um, Xbox uh, building that studio portfolio. Uh, the the stronger rumor that I had heard actually was Sony. So, uh, so Shuhei Yoshida actually came out. Uh, this is all information lifted pretty much directly from Kind of Funny, and I heard them talk about the story yesterday. Uh, but Shuhei had come out... Uh, within the last couple months and basically stated the one thing that they don't feel that they have in their market of first-party stable titles is that competitive and multiplayer first-person shooter. Um, yeah. Ever since Killzone went away, they really haven't had anything, and I don't think Gorilla's going to be working on that anytime soon. I hope they stay independent. I hope that they do their own thing and publish future Destiny titles or even do something completely different now that they don't have this 10-year plan they've got to adhere to. Um I think Destiny 1 was a really fun game. I've heard great things about Destiny 2, but... It's way better. Um, the end game seemed to be like a very poor, poorly managed thing within the first year. The Forsaken, they never nailed it. The Forsaken apparently nails it, like, completely. Like, what they did was fantastic, and they, like, completely revamped what the game does. Fans loved it, but it made it way too hardcore for the general audience, which probably mm. explains things like this split. They weren't making the money that they thought they would be. The game, the game did underperform versus the first game's expectations that were set interesting um, i mean i still think it's super cool uh, anytime like that like a lot of the game industry like icons and things were tweeting out you know congratulations it's always nice to see people go independent again and kind of have that freedom back so i think usually when that happens it's for the better not the worse now if we could get bioware to do the same we'll yeah. talk about ea owned games and studios uh, here in just a little bit fuck Sorry. ea man in fact let's start with that now Sorry, because buddy. uh Hot off the presses right before we go to air. Oh, shit. EA has canceled the former Visceral, now EA Vancouver, open-world Star Wars game. That was a lot to follow. <laughs> yeah, this was the game that Amy Hennig was fired on for, quote-unquote, basically not completing it. And so they had transitioned it into a more open-world game that met with, I think they said something like, current strategies or current market demands for games. So it was basically going to be like a games as service potential thing that they have right. been doing. Uh, they canceled it just earlier today, or at least the news came out. Um, I don't know if yeah, EA it's official, ever but... makes another Star Wars game after whatever the... Um, not Remedy. What is the company? Titanfall. Um, fuck. Can I not remember their name? Who makes Titanfall? Respawn. Yes, the Respawn game. Wow. The Jedi Order or whatever. I think that's going to be... I know it's impressive, right? It's amazing I, what... That's a, lot, that's a lot easier to do these days. With you being in the middle. It is oh, indeed. Shit. God, Josh is so I'm much more easily ignored now. Fast food burgers for two weeks. All sorts of stuff's changed. Maybe my memory's coming back. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, God, there was like some secret activated ingredient in beef. That I've actually been doing a, stu a mental study. Beef. Yeah? Yeah, for the last like 30 years. Oh. So now it's finally over. Um, burgers. <laughs> for the last 30 years. And days off of your life. <laughs> yeah. Weeks, man. Come on. 
I've taken months off my life with my diet in the last three years alone. Mm. I'm hung- good. I'm hungry. I'm know, excited right? for Conuga. That's the first time I'm going to not give a fuck for a weekend. There you go. Atta boy. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, but this is sad news. Um, I was looking forward to this game, even after they changed it over to EA Vancouver. Um, I want a good Star Wars game. I want a good single-player Star Wars game. I want something that's not Battlefront. That sucks. Um I really want yeah. to see them take that license and do something with it, but I, I legitimately think if the Respawn game does ever come out, that it will be their last LucasArts. <laughs> I mean, some of that depends game. on how well the Respawn game does, but yeah, I'm with you on, I mean, it's the one thing... They've massively mismanaged it since it come out, since it's it's been like an agreement that they've made. No, the, absolutely. Pretty much every step of the way, it's been a gigantic failure. But yeah, I would like to see something. I mean, it's the one thing up until... Recently, like, so, two favorite things, or at least certainly up there, are Marvel and Star Wars. Marvel finally fucking I thought it was Whiskers it on Kittens. <laughs> that's, that's for a different podcast. How do you feel oh. about Raindrops on Roses? <laughs> <laughs> I can take them or leave them. No, goddammit, there are a few of your favorite things. What no, is wrong with you? No. Tur- turns out the cheeseburgers weren't the problem. <laughs> um, God. Fuck, now I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Oh my there, god, it's true! <laughs> he had a moment of clarity and it's gone. Marvel finally got it right with video games this year. For the not for the first time, but for the first time in a long time. They since had like, their best outing in a very, very yeah, long time. Since like you know, Ultimate Alliance, maybe. Speaking um, of which, that's also coming out, I think, still this year. Like they just had an article on IGN man, confirming I hope so. a bunch of characters. Game in the play. Game. I cannot wait for that. I think <laughs> well, we should congrats. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've played a lot of Forza this week. You are Good a I gotta get back into it. I gotta get back into it. You only got two months to get all those games finished. We'll see how that goes. But <laughs> how about um, just play some? Not finished. Yeah, you know what? Just be able to speak to them. I just said I've been playing all week. I've played almost every night for the past week. One game. That's okay. called that's called the uh, Joshua K. Barnett uh, <laughs> experience. Oh, There's yeah, one I way to touched... motivate me to stop doing something. <laughs> I, I haven't touched much games since I purchased Assassin's Creed, which we'll, which we'll talk about later as well. Um but yeah, so Star Wars, former Visceral game, EA Vancouver, whatever it was going to be called, open world Star Wars game not happening. Uh, those seem to be dropping like flies, and it is very, very sad. I feel like um, Star Wars and EA is kind of like the early DCEU Warner Brothers combo. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, gotta, we're coming yeah. out with this. Nah, no, we're not. We're going to do this. Oh, what? Wait. No, we're not. We got a new director, though, for this thing. Yeah. No, we're not going to do that. The, the EA Visceral <laughs> game that was kind of the Flash or Flashpoint yeah. movie. Yeah. And, um, maybe Jedi Order is the cyborg movie that will never get made. <laughs> yes. All that checks out. Uh, did you see? The, um, I don't want to get into it. That's, that's movie news. You got me talking on DC. Sorry. I, I just wish stop there myself. was some more, like there was a Wonder Woman out there to <laughs> analogy for a game. As in a good one. Yeah, that's a true story. Where I'm, what I'm going with there. Or, mm. or Aquaman. Um, I mean, yeah, either one. Yeah, well, I'll miss the opportunity to play that game. Hopefully, you know, Jedi Order is like the big hope right now. I th- I think that's what it's called. I've called it about like twenty times tonight. So, the respawn game, it whatever it may be. Oh, I hate what you just did. Um, <laughs> I'm indifferent. Shit. Let's transition to some more happy news. Uh, Sony continues to bend on their policies, and Rocket League is now full crossplay. I mean, at some point. It had to happen. Yeah. Sony just can't continue to be giant assholes about it. Yeah, but I mean, this, not only this being a thing, but their team, like their crossplay team system coming out soon, they said, basically in their first 2019 update, I want to say, meaning that we can actually create a team cross platform more than just play private matches, um, I think is awesome. It could rejuvenate my engine, my 
energized, sorry, re-energized me in wanting to play that game. That struggled was a with journey. That <laughs> struggled with yeah, it. Journey. The but band. Yeah. Uh, I do. Okay. Band name called it. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> I hate what you did there. Oh, thank you very much. I'm indifferent. But I know Boone <laughs> plays it on Xbox. I know Eric plays it on an Xbox. Um, <clears throat> I bought a lot of DLC for that game, pretty much everything up through the Batman v Superman, like Batmobile pack. So the ability to maybe play that game cross-platform with everybody, I think sounds cool. I could play three different people uh, all at the same time at the house because Freeman's got it on Switch. We've got it on the Xbox or Game Pass, and we already had it from PlayStation Plus on this PlayStation just, 4. So it's this is the super cool, that man. Need, yeah, that is cool. Man, like, I, I wish... That titles like in the future, like Red Dead and things like that, could have that ability. Like I know that that's the pipe dream years and years away, but think of that as far away now. Like if you guys want to get on and like create a posse in Red Dead Online, like why why can't I join that party even though I'm on another system? Do you know what the name of uh, the posse that I created for me and Boone was? Go on, soaking wet posse. Pocket posse, you guys. Yeah, uh, you got you guys went in. I like it. Yeah, no, I'm always down for that. Um, no, I feel like this Trey is. Trey hasn't seen a wet posse in years. <laughs> Whoa! All right. Anyway, that, that Coach K kick really did some damage. <laughs> I said posse. Anyway, I'm aware on, of what you said. Your thoughts? Um, I, th- I feel like it's a snowball effect. Like once the floodgates are kind of you know cracked a little bit on this, I can see it being a regular thing very quickly. I hope so. Especially if, like, it, if it's something that's used regularly. Like, you guys clearly like Xbox. I clearly like PlayStation. Like, I like the trophy system. I like my controller. Um, Discord is not hard to use. We could very easily do a voice chat over Discord without it being disruptive for anybody. Um, you could do it, yeah. I believe, through a phone app without yeah, it can. being obstructive the way it is for Nintendo. Um, I hope this is the future because I, I think that it only fosters more purchases. I would have probably bought more games in the last couple of years had this been a thing um i would have probably played evolve more had it been on playstation oh god i missed that game it was Mm. so good Mm -hmm. it died pretty quickly yeah it's unfortunate it was was a hot two to three months you guys were playing that and then it died real fast i mean mean, to be fair one of the longest a game has ever lasted outside of gta it's probably the longest to be fair also like we don't play that many online games anymore we used Mm -mm. to we still never. We need to go back and finish that Tomb Raider game, whatever. No, it was. I'm no, never going back. To Temple that. of Osiris. I, or I've joined Chuck in this in this decision. I'm out. We could do it. I mean, maybe, but I don't really want to find out. Fine. <laughs> um, I do want to do that GTA heist, though. Yeah. God, I miss it. Mm-hmm. We have like two more missions left. Yeah, we do. They'll only take us about six days. Yeah, you got to do a whole lot of stuff to get ready for some of the oh, like, heists that have come out. It's extensive. Um, GameStop, that's a company that still exists. Oh, as yeah. Name. So there is talk Give me that, the details. I haven't read them all. So, I mean, there's talk that the purchase or acquisition of GameStop is expected, uh, as of reporting today, within a month. Um, there are two different companies that are vying for it. There's there are no companies anybody would know. They're basically investment firms, um, Apollo Global Management, and Sycamore Partners. But... If they're willing to invest that money, you got to think that it's for more than just store spacing, that they probably want to keep the company open for yeah, now. Yeah, a lot of people have been like basically saying, it's the end of GameStop. I mean... It's a total possibility, but it's a it's a big leap to make yeah. to say they're being sold, so they're going to be gutted. 
Um, I think they may. I, transition I definitely think more this is the, a step towards that. They could but, transition more to the Think Geek, or this could be a company that wants to transition them to an online only broker or yeah. um, retail the, store. Like there are plenty of things they could do. That means that GameStop, as we know it, is gone. But people still need physical games. That's not going away over the next five years. Yeah. The infrastructure doesn't exist in this country for digital only as much as I wish that it would. Um, there's going to be companies that sell these games physically, and why not still, even though they're losing money right now? Even if GameStop turns into something that's on the side of a video game vending machine, like it, that name like still a has. Like box or something, like. No, yeah. like, yeah, but like basically, yeah, a station in the store where you could, what, give your money and I guess purchase outright? Yeah, or rent or whatever, but like I mean, It'd be interesting if they tried like unmanned key. or like even like a, even like mall kiosks versus the full stores, and you could still trade in and stuff. Oh man, I mean, obviously they were up pre-owned like is a big the, part of their business. Still. Next to like the they've done that before. Stand that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess my point is like that name still has some clout. Like it, it definitely I mean, does. Obviously, it is especially on the internet is tends to uh, skew more negative, but like there are still plenty of people who shop at GameStop. Obviously, it's not the you know, eighty percent market share, billion dollar juggernaut. It Man, once you, was, and remember when all that. But we opened up an entirely new store in the same mall just for like just for Christmas, the a GameStop shit. kids. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I sure do. That was crazy. You know, that was, that like, was not that long ago. That was like a Think Geek demo, basically. Yeah, it really that's was. exactly what that was. Plus, um, that that same year is when they did the standalone kiosk inside of malls as well. Okay, I just was Reach, probably not all they did was experimental. Trade and sell mostly systems out of there. It's interesting. I mean, I hope that they stick around. That, I know a lot of people who still work for them. Sounds about right. Um, I think this country could use more big businesses that don't go under um, currently, economically yeah. speaking. Like, I don't think that losing GameStop is a good I mean, thing in any way. If GameStop were to go out of business tomorrow, if every store were to close, like shutter its doors tomorrow, something would crop up. It would probably look more like Netflix or look more like Redbox or whatever. I mean, I think it'd take a, a different business model, but something else will crop up that will... And you know, I mean, people still... still go to GameStop or go to uh, Best Buy and Walmart and Amazon. Yeah, there's other places that sell physical video games. I mean, Amazon is one that probably, I would, I haven't, I don't have no numbers to back this up, but I would assume they're maybe the biggest retailer. There's sometimes hard now. to find video games on there, though. Especially the like the week of release, they need to uh, fix that. Yeah, they'll say like this is available from thirty seven different sellers. Yeah. yeah, it is a little weird when they do that. They also had their trade in structure is also terrible. They had their like yeah. snafu with Sony earlier this year, which meant that like the majority of their titles were not purchasable online. Actually, all Sony titles, um, the PlayStation Network cards couldn't be purchased from them. Like all of it was just something they couldn't. Uh, God of War, like it was right when God of War came out. There was a dispute over, I guess, percentage of sales that would go to what company, and Sony pulled everything from Amazon for like six months. You know, it would be interesting. I think we're hearing some of that. If uh, Amazon actually did buy the uh, four wall structure, because they they are notorious for having problems with trade ins and stuff like that. If you could trade in at a GameStop and use it to buy other things on Amazon, because they did that for a minute. With also, Amazon. You, can, you can still, or at least when I left, you could. I guess, I guess maybe not still. Maybe even make it easier. like trade do it into like Amazon Cash. Yeah, like let's say, for instance, um, yeah, because I got that free scanning thing that I never used. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, but let's say, for instance, they had like maybe kiosks in the store. You trade in your games, sign into the kiosk, you can go ahead and order stuff while you're at the store. Yeah. I mean, they were working on those like employee free stores anyways mm-hmm. for groceries I was say, and yeah, other Amazon shit. is venturing mm-hmm. into physical brick and mortar. store. Yeah, brick and mortar. Well, when you, when brick and mortar is an extension of like this online empire, it's a lot easier than 
when brick and mortar is your main source of yeah you know, no, income I, and customer interaction. I mean it would be really interesting if they took that what is it called Amazon Fresh or something like that yeah creme uh, fresh creme <laughs> creme fresh um, roll like, your R's damn it <laughs> the fresh. I, <laughs> yeah put some phlegm behind that please um, but yeah w- like if they took that scan or employee list model and put it into a game store like yeah I, I don't know how they could do that because they're dealing with much more expensive items than some bananas and shit but I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think they have pretty extensive security measures in there, but maybe not. Yeah, I, I don't know. That whole idea is super crazy to me. Like the, the video, super awesome to me. The video they showed, and I guess there are stores running in Washington yeah, there's like, or something like there's that. There's a handful up and running. I don't think there's many, maybe two or three, maybe not even that many. But It's an interesting future. We'll follow that story, and I'm sure report on it next month when we have our next game show. Um, <laughs> I sense a bit of bitterness in your voice, sir. Nah. I totally love the structure. No, I, I think it's perfectly fine. Um, everyone's getting sued. I'm not getting sued. Like, everyone's getting think. sued. I'm um, telling you, you need a court for that, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to sue your ass. <laughs> Epic Games and Fortnite specifically is being sued by literally everybody who's created a dance in the history of the world. Um, back to- Goddamn Carlton. I forgot about this. Well, yeah. Yeah. Al- Alfonso Ribeiro a piece is of suing shit. for the Carlton dance. Uh, Donald Faison. Get a job. Had, Donald Faison had talked about uh, suing them for the Scrubs dance that he had done. God, the, what? Are, what is this like? Some kind of meeting of out of work black no. sitcom actors getting together and the floss is Backpack Kid. He's suing Fortnite. Okay, I knew there was somebody suing over the, over floss. And the newest one this week, which is the one that literally pisses me off more than anybody else, is Orange Shirt Kid. I don't know if you know or up on that at all. You never heard about no. it. Have you ever seen the dance Orange Justice that kids yeah. like? Yeah, from it. It's where they like crouch down and they're like throwing their hands back side to okay, side and yeah, they throw yeah. the hand up. So they ran a contest last year about getting your dance into Fortnite. The legal verbiage on this was by submitting, you are forfeiting ownership to this dance. Even if you don't get picked, you don't own this dance anymore, and we can use it in promotional materials and future releases. He And he's trying to sue. He didn't win. He was like this this really young kid who just had this really goofy, funny dance. He was right. wearing an orange shirt, so everybody called him Orange Shirt Kid. Everybody wanted him to win. When he didn't win, thousands of people went to change.org and created a petition to get him in, and Epic actually did it. They created the dance. They added him in the game. He tweeted out videos about how excited and crazy awesome it was. He's in the game. He can't believe it. He loves it, everything else. Those tweets have since been deleted. Uh, his mother has filed the a lawsuit. The internet is forever. And she is, they have, in their lawsuit, made no mention whatsoever of the contest that he entered or the legalese behind it stating that they can't sue for this and they're just trying to jump in and all of these people are being represented by the same law firm and they're just trying to basically create a class action lawsuit to against stolen dance moves to get the biggest video game going right now to pay them out a a sum so that they don't go into court and i kind of hope epic fights back because they made three billion dollars off this game last year I don't know. I think they'll probably just settle. They will, get but it out man, way, I kind of want them to just take. Oh, that'd be great because yeah, fuck all that shit. It Even really Carlton. Like that's got to be some sort of um, what's the term when like you can kind of use the likeness of somebody? Uh, fair use. Yeah, that has to be fair use, right? I mean, all of it is pretty much fair use. Question: Did he trademark it? Also, answer: He admitted like five years ago in an interview that he took that dance from somebody else. Oh, Tom it Jones. was it was no, it was Courtney Cox. Oh no, yeah, it was the dancing in the uh, was it dancing in the night? Dancing, dancing in, the in the dark. Dancing in the dark. That's it. Dancing in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> that's totally from the Springsteen video. Oh, uh, okay. So I mean, fuck you, Carlton. 
Pretty get much. a life. Yeah. Get a life. Go back to Hardee's. Clock in and get out of my face. Um, but yeah, it's super <laughs> Sorry, crazy. Sorry, right. Carl's Jr. West Coast. My bad. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please respect it. Um, God, I miss Hardee's. <laughs> that long man it's been two fucking weeks that's a long time dude oh god that's great um but yeah i think it's it's crazy that all these these people are doing that and it's just i really hope that there is some sort of repercussion against it um but like forza just pulled the floss and the carlton dance from their game oh really lane is gonna be pissed oh yeah like apparently just like he this really week has they the pulled floss. It. Um, I will not be surprised. I want to say that the Carlton or there's like some like NBA 2K uses the dance moves as well. Like mm-hmm. I could expect all of these games that are using those dance moves to pull it because they just don't want to be dragged into this kind yeah, of like it, like legal no. dirt war. Chubby Checker right, back from the dead. Hey, I did the twist, baby. Give me my <laughs> monies. Yeah, at what point can we did not you know? use any popular dance move in any game ever? Random fact, because I thought you were going to say Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase has his own city named after him in Maryland. There is a Chevy Chase, Maryland. Is it that is also really fat mean? and out of work. <laughs> it is. It is. It misses the good old days. Um, what did you ask? Is that where Evan really went? Not Baltimore, but Chevy Chase, Maryland. Oh man, he wishes. Or are we sure it's not based off of like the bank and they just put Chevy in in front of it? No, that was bad. Yeah, it was. I was gonna say that uh, they just play Holiday Road over the loudspeakers at all times. See, that was better. I mean, the Pinkerton Company. Bar. Uh, <laughs> you walk into like a place instead of like ding dong, it's like no 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 no. The Pinkerton Company filed uh, <laughs> that was suit for against Evan. Take Two Interactive and Rockstar Games. What a stupid fucking thing! This and then is. Rockstar is countered and sued them back, stating, "No, no, Pinkerton is basically a part of this country's history, and Red Dead, just like many Western movies and television shows." <laughs> Uh, have used that company's name in their realistic historic settings for years. So they're saying, "Fuck yeah. you, First Amendment. Look it up." Yeah. Pretty much, um, the game's reference to the historical Pinkerton National Detective Agency and its agents is but one of a myriad of ways that Red Dead Two accurately portrays the historical 19th-century American landscape. Put simply, defendants cannot use trademark law to own. The past and prevent creators from including historical references to Pinkerton agents in depictions of American West. Like, it's just crazy that everybody's trying to take these companies that are making all this money and just steal their little bit of money from it as much as they can. Like, Such a yeah. Pinkerton ass move, too. Right? Are the O'Driscolls behind this? Goddamn O'Driscolls. <laughs> I'm sure. Fuck those guys. I'm sure Evan just I'm pretend like I know what you guys are talking about. You son of a bitch. That's what makes me hate you a little. There's other things. I was going to say, that can't be the only thing. No, it's it's getting, it's a larger piece of that pie now. And our final news story, and probably my favorite fucking absolute crazy lawsuit story of the week, huh? uh, Randy Pitchford yes. is being sued by a former Gearbox employee, in fact, their former what? lawyer. There's a lot to unpack here. We got some stories to read. This comes from Jason Schreier in Kotaku uh, for going deep dive uh, on this I love story. when they do this shit. <clears throat> the formal general counsel of game studio Gearbox... And CEO Randy Pitchford are suing one other or one another in a messy legal battle that sees both men accused of violating their legal duties to the company. Um, the suit against Pitchford is P- Pitchford is full of sensational allegations, including the accusation that the Gearbox CEO received a secret twelve million dollar bonus publisher Take Two Interactive or from Take Two Interactive as an advance against Borderlands profits. Wade Callender, who served as Gearbox's lawyer from two thousand ten to twenty eighteen, his name is Wade Callender. <laughs> Filed a suit on December 21st, 2018. It was Augustus. 
of violating various contracts involving both Gearbox and the separate real estate company that they both had owned, as well as Calendar's own employment contract. My favorite part of this so far is Gearbox's response. The allegations made by a disgruntled former employer are absurd, with no basis in reality or law. We look forward to addressing this meritless lawsuit in court and have no further comment at this time. Damn! It gets fucking crazier. Um, Calendar's suit basically alleged that he abused the privilege of credit card access by charging unapproved, wholly personal expenses, including family vacations, gun club memberships, and firearm accessories, and trying to get six-pack abs. (laughs) That's specifically mentioned in the lawsuit? It gets weirder. That can't be true. According to Calendar's lawsuit, which you can also read in the full story on Kotaku, um, Calendar and Pitchford were longtime friends whose relationship fell apart over the last two years. The lawsuit alleged that Pitchford struck a deal in 2016 to to receive a personal secretive executive bonus of $12 million to be paid directly to Pitchford entitled, or uh, the Pitchford entity, sorry, uh, called Pitchford Entertainment Media Magic, LLC. That bonus, Calendar and his lawyers argue, is an advance upon royalties that would otherwise go to Gearbox's staff. This is a particularly tragic exploitation because these millions are being siphoned from Randy Pitchford or to Randy Pitchford's personal accounts instead of funding the development of Borderlands. <clears throat> That's what the on. lawyer is? That's what the lawyer is saying. Um, they also bring up the fact that Randy Pitchford had apparently left a USB drive in a bar that had private assets from Gearbox Upon information and belief, Randy Pitchford's USB drive also contained his personal collection of underage pornography. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Several, it did get crazier. Several hours after the publication, and this is where it fucking turns real juicy. Ooh. Ars Technica tracked Close down a words. magic podcast. Yeah. Shut up. In which Pitchford had appeared last year. Around the same time, a Gearbox spoke per- spokesperson also emailed the podcast to Kotaku. In an episode that went live on December 22nd, 2018, the day after the lawsuit was filed... Pitchford told his version of the USB stick story. For the first time, he said, Pitchford described his enjoyment of cam girl pornography, in which a woman streams live erotic content and explained that he had saved a porn video of a cam girl on said memory stick before it was lost. Quote, it's a woman who is masturbating, and when she has some, ex- or, and when she has some experience that appears as if she's having an orgasm, a huge amount of fluid comes out of her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. He said, some kid, an employee of the medieval times, discovered this memory stick, took it home, and accessed it because it was... <laughs> oh, okay. that's a goddamn okay. bow on okay, it. Okay, that's the line so far. Because it was before we were password protecting and discovered secrets of my company and future games in development, and also discovered the pornography. And it was barely legal porn. This girl's handle was only 18. So their alleged, their alleged is that basically he's stating complete bullshit... That it's not underage pornography, but the girl's handle was only 18, so right. it was barely legal porn. But the fact that the CEO, the head of a major game studio with one of the more anticipated games to eventually be announced, we hope at this point in time, yeah. went on a podcast and explained in explicit detail the fluids and <laughs> magic works of a non-sex worker. <laughs> and that happened in medieval times. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that contest at Medieval Times. It's <laughs> just about facing. It gets weirder what? and weirder, but that's the the gist of it, and that's the most insane story I've read in games in a long time. Yeah, um, that's that, there's a lot going on there. 
Like, I feel bad because, like, we don't need to know this information, but damn it, it's crazy. And, like, I don't – why would you even put that information in your lawsuit? Like, is he just trying to slander Pitchford further so that he thinks that it makes it a, a better story? Maybe. And, I mean, and something credibility is a lot of it. Would they, was he hoping that they would settle before this came to light? Because, I mean, if it's in the lawsuit, yeah, it would become public knowledge, right? This, to me, smacks of um, revenge. Yeah, that definitely is is yeah. one of the uh, the bigger points of it for sure. I mean, um, if he gets a little money out of it, so you know, so much the better. But uh, I am going to shame this man. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah, it, it totally does. Uh, and this comes off the heels. I I want to say it was Randy Pitchford. I should have looked this up earlier, but he had some assistant that had siphoned like millions of dollars from his accounts that like news broke like last year of that too. Just somebody who was handling his day to day and he wasn't paying attention to his Did- funds and like he had siphoned like six million dollars into his personal account and just straight up disappeared. Like what? Randy Pitch was a fucking shit show. <laughs> and I love it. That's crazy. Well, not if he's got, you know, if he, if he has actual underage thumb drive. So, yeah. Yes, I guess let me put the caveat out there. Yes, if he has actual underage pornography, he's a fucking asshole and should be in jail for his life. But if it's just what's been listed in the story, it's glorious. Wow. It's pretty insane. I still want to know why that guy had the need to put on Included. his lawsuit about the six-pack abs. <laughs> that's why. That's why. No, the medieval times is the best. <laughs> oh yeah. Part. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, you almost slipped that one by us. <laughs> because I'm imagining the like the the kid from The Simpsons. Huh? Look what I found, guys. Like that guy. You know. <laughs> well, and up until he said that, I was imagining him like leave like in like a like some dive bar or something. Yeah. And like leaves it on the the. You know, countertop after a few too many whiskeys mm-hmm. and leaves. No, man. And then you said times. medieval times, and ev- all the visual in my mind just totally transformed like that. It, like was, the, it was a hell of a ride. Zach Gal- Galifianakis, whatever, with all the beautiful mind shit coming up yeah. from the hangover. Um, yeah, it's real crazy to me. But like the, the gun club memberships and the firearm accessories and everything, like just like putting his entire history out there like that. Yeah. Um, I want to see if this is assistant steals money. I want to make sure. I don't want to wrongly attribute this story to Pitchford. I mean, at this point, we couldn't make it any crazier. Gearbox CEO says personal assistant stole millions, dated September 30th of this year. Probably used a computer program that takes the uh, fractions of a penny that are rounded off and puts them into a secret account. It's my stapler. <laughs> God, I wish that were true. <laughs> yeah, that would be the greatest news story of all time. If you, the or if office space actually happened about something, you office. know that that white guy's the voice of uh, Mr. Frond on uh, Bob's Burgers, Michael Bolton. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. I love Mr. Frond. Uh, he sold Bob's around Burgers. three million dollars over oh. the course of multiple years, but I mean, still. First of all, you got fuck you money if you don't notice three million dollars over the course of a couple correct. of years. Uh, just go. Missing, I mean, but. he is a rich person. He's been very successful. I life. guess that is true. Man, he, he could pay kinda, for everybody's abs, really. He kind of looks like he would pay to get six-pack abs. That's the lawyer? <laughs> no, that's Pitchford. Oh, Pitchford's. I thought lo- the lawyer was the six-pack abs. No, no. He's I've, I've met Randy one. Pitchford. He was super nice, but, I mean, shit. You have Mysterio over there on the side? He's into he's into that. Side piece Mysterio. Non-sex worker magicians. <laughs> <laughs> fucking magicians. Um, she was a man. fucking magician. What a story, and and what a way to end our first episode of the evening, our first part of this episode tonight. Uh, we will be back with all the games that we're playing uh, in just a few minutes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you do follow up with our next episode.
Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.